Warning, we are a spoilers podcast. At times, we are also an offensive podcast. And we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast. So if you fear for any of your delicate sensibilities, please back up now before you reach the point of no return. All right, pussies, this is your final warning. Welcome to yet another Cinematic Anarchy. With me this week, we have Miss B. Hello. Mr. Omar. And for the first time, we have Alex. Uh, what was the nickname again? UCBB. UCBB. Undercover bad bitch. That's yeah. official. Currently not undercovers. <laughs> Alrighty then. Okay. Not unless you buy me dinner. Uh, you know, fuck me with the bad dad puns. Uh, and this week we're going to be reviewing a movie that answers the age-old question, what do you get if Jim Henson gets a hold of Scarface? You get the fuzz. Yes. Yes. Uh... We'll just let people just start speaking all around, because I just don't know what to say about it, honestly. <laughs> Man, I like this movie. It was fucking good. It was very good. It was fun to watch. It was very entertaining. Yeah. It, it was It was crazy. Uh, <laughs> I love that even the criminals were saying cute, cutesy puppet shit. <laughs> I love that. It seemed like Rainbow was really the only one that was like the true puppet criminal there. And he said some, some cutesy puppet shit, too. You're gonna be my friend. Only when he's yeah, really, but then he really pulled out the fucking rip. gun and fucking went to town. Oh, yeah. And started singing his little song and shit. And just like, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, he was. He was he was straight up gangster. Yeah. Uh, not all of us got to watch the movie. I gave Alex very short notice before being here. It's okay. I watched the trailer and I've heard a brief explanation. It sounds like something I'm definitely going to watch tonight um, completely voluntarily. <laughs> uh, apparently this was a five-episode television show before they spliced it together and put it on YouTube. Not YouTube. We watched it on uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I couldn't see where they had the breaks for TV at all. No. So I, 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 I would have kept watching if it was a fucking show. <laughs> yeah, I would have watched that. Like that that'll a be cop like, show? Fucking, like Law and Order with puppets night smoking like six blunts. With the toy with the toy xylophone. With the toy xylophone. This was more of breaking bad with puppets. Have Elmo Elmo to raid that. In the I want to wait. What is the the Law and Order intro? Because I'm Law and Order intro. Google that. Do the Law and Order intro as if it were done by Elmo. Elmo. Hi. He had to say hi first. Hi. In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially criminal. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. No. These are the stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, super happy. That's fucking fantastic. These are the stories. Sorry, Metal Skyhawker It's fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> These are the stories. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about something. <laughs> we were talking. Yeah, but yeah. Law and Order with Muppets. Or Mr. Criminal. Or even, even Federal. Criminal Minds with Muppets will be crazy. Right? Well, I'm sure that somebody's thought to do it, just nobody's funded it. But on the premise, <laughs> on, the, on, on the premise of, of this movie and Happy Time Murders, 
we're probably closer to a law and order with Muppets than to criminal minds. I think Jim Henson's son's working that way. Or what about Dexter? I know that's completely oh. off the cuff, but like Dexter with Muppets? Ooh, yes! <laughs> the Muppet. so fucking Lily! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the Muppet serial killer. Oh, serial killers. There's right. a good project for like a YouTuber out there. Like, take like episodes of popular television shows and just replace all of the cast with Muppets. Yes. I don't say go. all of them. Because the magic of this is their interaction with humans. I will say, like, have like a 50 50 ratio. Like, I. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because, like, even, like, it, watching the trailer, the scene where, like, he's clearly getting finished going down on that woman. Like, there's some magic to that, you know? Yeah, exactly. A Muppet meeting human Muppet. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, there was a snippet of a love scene in that movie between a Muppet yeah. and a human lady. Yeah, that, that was he after just, he, he was fucking her while she was blowing coke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she, you know, Wait, with, with her back to her. her, was it jelly beans or actual coke? Actual coke. No, actual oh. coke. Yeah, because he said at some point, you know, I have, I, have human stuff. Yeah, I, I have human stuff too. But yeah, no, in the movie, they fucking they did that whole little like fucking scene where the chief of police, whatever, uh-huh. was like, oh, we have a Muppet serial killer. They sent in a fucking like Muppet arm. Mm-hmm. Right? The very end of the movie. Yep. Which well, was, ob- I mean, obviously, they're they're trying to make a television show out of it, so that's supposed to be like the next for a sequel. Shit, yeah, I would have watched that on Adult Swim. I will watch that on whatever. Yeah, dude. I will watch that on whatever. Muppets do seven. That like that shit's like some Adult Swim kind of shit. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Uh, but then that scene, he's just hitting his doggy style and he's slapping her with his fuzzy head. Watch his doing coke. Oh my god. And mind you, like the entire movie is like punctuated by severely cartoon sound effects. Yeah. Ba-doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they had that. And at some point, he was like, "You hear that sound?" <laughs> turns his head. <laughs> yeah, when he turns it around, every time like, he turns. And the guy, and the guy, at some point says, "You hear that sound?" That's really funny. No. See again, because it's, it's normal really to fucking that, annoying. You know? That was Sanchez while he was in the car with uh, Herbie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every time he turns his head or makes like a weird movement. Yes, you hear cartoon special effects come out of him. Yes. Onomatopoeia, as it were. <laughs> okay. A word I haven't heard in so long. Oh my god. Right? It's like, kapow! Right like that. <laughs> right in the childhood. Bam! Shit! Right in the face. Back to grade school there, real quick. Right? It's been a while. Longer for me than you guys. Definitely. Whoa, definitely, he says. I'm an old dude. No, I know. It just... You just made it sound like I dusted right. off the, the, the crate and got out of the coffin here. I you know? remember using an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> Back then we have abacus. They made you think. Yeah, now you have was... these calculators. Nobody used calculators anymore. What? I used to chisel essays into a tablet. <laughs> yeah. You just stole my joke. Into a slate. I was just about to uh, go that way. Back when I was... Gotta be quick on your feet, Methuselah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here. Alex, Alex will keep you on your toes. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, lest they crack under the, you know, arthritis. My teachers right. were the biggest fucking liars. <laughs> You're never lost the battle to arthritis at age 42. Right now, it's just carpal tunnel. It's not arthritis yet. Ah, I see. It's getting that way though. We'll, we'll be there. After a long battle with arthritis at age 41. I picture myself in another decade or so with claws, you know. 
I think they'd be very becoming. <laughs> uh, crab man. You could just like hand people apples, <laughs> and invite them into your home. If I could even pick them up. I yeah, he, he that's will, the only like. He will look very dignified. I get you a skull to hold up. <laughs> to be or not to be. In pain. A crippled wretch. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Um, uh, so, so the boss, <laughs> you said it was a TV show that they splice scenes up. So it was it was a show that only lasted five episodes. So they got it out as far as getting through that first story arc, and then I guess it just didn't get picked up for Where further episodes. We, okay, so they got all the episodes together, or they just spliced scenes? It was scenes? five episodes that was spliced together. Wow. So uh, I was I, hoping for more of that. I was <laughs> hoping, like, there's episodes we stopped that's not in the movie. Floating yeah. around, yeah. Yeah. And let's just appreciate the very end of the movie. The... Obviously butchered train from Thomas the Tank Engine that they yeah. use as a helicopter. I know. Oh. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. So the helicopter, the guy was about to escape in the helicopter. And the helicopter had the face of... One of the trains from Thomas the Tank Engine. That's terrifying. Yeah. And that- the look on the train's face as he's getting shot down out of the sky <laughs> is just a look <gasps> of horror and pain. I see, like... <laughs> uh. Like, you know, honestly, you picture that if it was actually in the TV show, like Thomas the Tank Engine just uh-huh. shot himself, you know? Just, what the hell is that? Right out the caboose. Right out the caboose. Yeah. <laughs> then the guy said, let's go, Mr. Helly. When Mr. the guy Helly. was trying to escape, he called him Mr. Helly. Mr. Helly. Yep, because everything in the Muppet's life has to basically have a face and be something. Yeah, I guess. I'm surprised that the cars that are in their lives weren't actual talking cars, you know? They were real cars, yeah. Yeah. Well, that would I don't know like, why the helicopter. That would have been too face. much. Yeah, that would have been overdoing it. <laughs> if every car had an opinion and a personality, the damn. helicopter was a nice touch. Oh, they had a video camera Muppet. The Muppet was a video camera. It was, was a pervert, and he was a pervert like uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, and, and and he's like he's telling people as he's filming. At the end scene, uh, the two... I've been jerking off this whole time. Yeah. Like, the main character, the main character is kissing his wife or whatever, and he's like, yeah, 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 wrap my ass, wrap it. Oh, he's like, he's like, talking to the chief of police, and he's like, can you just, real quick, just bend over your desk and arch your back for me? And just, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, you want to talk about Methuselah. What the fuck? The woman yeah. who played the chief was Methuselah. Yeah, she was, she was like super old. Even though she's trying to explain like she's 30 in the movie. At some point she says, I'm only 37 years old. Yo. That's fucking terrifying, right? That is. That's some acid shit. What are we talking that's about? The camera? That's bad acid trip shit. Yeah, the helicopter. Say, that's some acid oh, yeah. shit I don't want to see while I'm on. <laughs> well, the helicopter is just... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is a bad acid trip right there. I really feel like it they is. just gutted one of those trains and just kind of put a helicopter rotor on top of it and tried to film that way. Probably, yeah. He's I'm like, in all my years, I didn't train for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I trained a lot. Well, he was literally a trainer. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to look that up a little later, see what train they might have butchered for that, because I really feel like that was in... It was... It was, um... It looks like... Was Percy one? I know I know there yes. was a train that had that little face. They all had faces. Something, the little... And you know, but he was the main character. That's that the one with that face. Right. But I can remember. Some of them cuter than others. Yeah. I didn't get to watch a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine. I had, I, neither of my kids were really into that. They were more into the Wiggles and shit like that. I never really watched it because also my kids... And they okay, had so there it, was a helicopter it. in Thomas the Tank. There was. But it's white. 
Yeah, that's not the that's not, not, that, and he's not the same face, right? No, not even close. Like I said, they took a train car, one of the train cars, and and made that. I'm serious. Okay, there we go. I was waiting. I, it took me, let's see, eleven minutes, almost twelve minutes before I tripped over my tongue. <laughs> you tripped Usually over your tongue at the very five. beginning. Don't even lie. Well, yeah, but they didn't get to hear that. We cut that. They out. did. They got to hear that. They didn't get. To they hear heard that. it. And hello to anybody watching us on Facebook, because. You know, just because I'm in the middle of the podcast. That guy! All two of you. Yeah, 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 it looks similar. That's him. Wow. Yeah, but that's the same face. He usually has a happy face. That's the same face, but this is like him normally. I I think, okay, Uh so what you're showing me right now, that is the more animated version of Thomas the Tank Engine. They were almost verging on claymation when it first started. Yeah, I remember. So it looked very, very different. It was a little creepier. Yeah. Uh, A little? Tank engines were... That is the shit of nightmares. (laughs) They were actually rather creepy. I think that's why Mm -hmm. they moved away from it around the time that Alec Baldwin did the movie. Yeah. Yeah, he played the train conductor in the first movie for Thomas. Oh my Italian. god, that's right! Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember who the train conductor was originally? Um, no. Who George was? Carlin. Oh wow! Oh my god! No fucking way! He yeah. was. He was. Yeah. Get out! Oh god. my god! Hey kids! <laughs> I love of all I the love people you could think of in a kids' TV show. That's like putting Cheech and Chong in charge of it. You know, just that's more so like what. Yeah, see, the, the older ones were a little bit more claymation. Let me see. Yeah. There was a progression there. You, the yeah. face still looks kind of creepy now that I look at kind it. Kind of. How innocent was it when it was... terrifying. I wouldn't... Yeah. Like, my daughter loves trains, so, like, she obviously loves Thomas, but that shit is fucking terrifying. Like, if you think about it, just... Ugh, no. <laughs> Hi. I'm your friend, Thomas. The faces are just so discomforting. Cartoons that I've watched with my children grow up, growing up have actually fucked me up for watching everyday <laughs> things. Like, cars screwed me up for, like, all cars now. I see faces <laughs> in every vehicle that I yep. pass by. Uh, robots. It's Disney's fault, okay? I can't look at a meat grinder now without seeing that guy from Robots. <laughs> so let me tell you something. You know in Arizona, we're, you know the movie's based in a little town in Arizona. Yeah. So that little town in Arizona is not fictional, actually exists. And they have like a little, if you go through the town, you see like a little place where they have different, you going through the town, the town has, you know, one of those towns with only one main road. And if you pay attention, you will see some cars with painted stuff on it, just parked somewhere. And uh, the shop, the little garage where they will go to is real, and you will see that. And there they have, a, like, a car with, with eyes and stuff parked outside. They just paint the stuff on cars. They just have them, like, random cars. And you see them randomly as you go through the town. Wow. I'm, it's kind of... No! <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that you're really not expecting it. Well, right. But it's super <laughs> creepy. Well, right. <laughs> oh, my God. And now, like, my brain just froze for a minute there, because I'm like, is he trying to explain to me that cars were real? No! <laughs> that the town, the town when they based the movie out of is real. And in that town, after they made the movies, a lot of people in the town got like, together started doing that What's shit. the name of that? Piston something or other? I, I can't No, remember. but it's not the name, but it's not, you know... The Piston Cup. The, no, the, the, yeah. the Piston Falls. Piston Cup, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I think it's Piston Falls. 
Was it like Piston it, it Springs like Piston or Falls something? Or Piston, Piston Springs. Springs. Well, it, it, has a name, it has a different name in real life. I hope no one pissed in the springs. I wanted to go swimming. <laughs> yeah, no, but it should have pissed in the springs. No, no, no. It's a little Never more that. sterile now. <laughs> the name of the town, of, the name of the town, of course, is different. The but they did it after that town. Springs. Radiator, Radiator Springs. Radiator Springs. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Better than Piston Springs. Go much better. <laughs> better than. What a bet that they touched I, I on that before they decided no. Piston the cup, but. That does not sound piston good for cup. a kids' movie. We're not going to do Piston Springs. <laughs> Unless but it was directed by was R. Okay. Kelly. Okay, R. Kelly. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. no! Springs. Somebody that should have saved Trapped in the Closet. Well, yeah, R. Kelly. R. Kelly was... I special. have to get my dry cleaning done <laughs> on an unrelated note. R. Kelly was in my closet for too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that... No, just... On an unrelated note. Some things you shouldn't do, some things that should never be... Uh, I'm glad it got brought to the light of day. I mean, yeah. That dude needs to sincerely, sincerely be, be away from, put away the, from the, the general public. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, you know, he's going someplace where that somebody's going to treat them like their little 12-year-old girl. That's whole, that whole case <laughs> had <laughs> one funny part. What was it? There was just this interview with Justin Bieber where he was like, I just like want to stay away from the music industry for a little while because like, they, they tried to make me do some really fucked up shit, and I'm not into that! Apparently, like, um, big fucking, like, producers and all these people from the fucking music industry had this, like, party and there was, like, they were passing around this little, like, fucking 12-year-old child and they were like, oh, you have to fucking, like, rape and fucking kill this kid and this and that and blah, blah, Like, celebrities are slowly coming out and fucking telling people about, like, the fucked up shit that goes on amongst, like, the big names Whoa. and producers and shit in, the mu- in, like, the entertainment industries. That's crazy. Fucking doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he, he he couldn't sing the the words to his own song on stage. Oh, I mean, I I mean that, not not for nothing. I mean, I know there's plenty of fucked up shit that goes on. I mean, the he was probably really fucked up. Deb, definitely. <laughs> like the you got all the money in the world, buddy. You're gonna be fucked up a lot. Of and time. he became all the memes. He became all the comedy of that time. I remember a very funny one when somebody was talking. Oh, you know how people always be defending the minority that gets accused of shit. It doesn't help that Justin Bieber and Ellen DeGeneres went to the same hairstylist for the longest time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Listen, in Ellen's defense, she did it first. She oh, no, I doubt she, definitely... <laughs> she did everything. She's been wearing the same hairstyle since the 90s. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it slowly evolved into less of a, I want to speak to your manager, to more of a, <laughs> yeah. I'm the cool aunt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. Fucking now, Justin Bieber just kind of looks like fucking Cynthia, Angelica's doll from Rugrats. She's a really cool dancer, <laughs> at least. Yes, hey, she is. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least. I, uh, no, Justin, I think's trying to go the way that uh, Adam Levine went. Just what? Let me tell you, the first time that I saw Adam Levine without a shirt on, I was like, that face does not match that chest. What the hell's going on? Here? <laughs> Yeah. Not to say that I don't appreciate the tattoos, it's just, it didn't seem to fit with the persona that he put out there for the longest time, and I'm like, well, now I have to, like, reassess. No, it's (laughs) it's more so, like, his voice doesn't match his body. (laughs) And she will be loved, and she will. (laughs) It is the Hulk. (laughs) The Hulk. I've heard him sing, like... 
I, I think he's mildly auto-tuned to get that voice. Maybe. Probably. I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't seen him in concert. I know people who have. Which helps in this conversation. So, and I've been told. Not so ever. I heard from somebody that heard something that got heard by somebody else. They were there, I wasn't. Nor was the person that I talked to. Like sixth party information. My friend babysits this dog for a family who was friends with these people who saw fucking Rune 5. (laughs) So, my my (laughs) brother's. my brother's girlfriend's uncle's plumber <laughs> told me about his nephew's daughter's <laughs> dog's groomer <laughs> who once heard on the radio that they were giving out tickets to see Maroon 5 <laughs> that like, wow. someone else who won those tickets saw him and his voice is not auto- auto-tuned <laughs> conclusively not auto-tuned mm-hmm <laughs> don't fact check me on that yeah this is not six degrees of Kevin Bacon and um, don't quote me don't but <laughs> so it's like 12 degrees of I don't know who the fuck that was <laughs> right like you know we can't connect that at all we're, we're fairly certain that this is a human being we don't know <laughs> I made him up <laughs> just, just completely made up Adam Levine and his thousand and five tiny tattoos. Had a dream once. I'm fairly sure that he wasn't auto-tuned. Had a dream. So I believe he wasn't. Exactly. And Adam Levine shows up in my dreams all the time, so I totally trust it. <laughs> totally trust it. Can you imagine him um, trying to defend that he's not being auto-tuned? <laughs> that's, that's, one, that's one interview I would love to watch. <laughs> Why did you say that? I'm just saying the few live performances Me? that I've seen. Just, he doesn't sound the same as what you hear on the... On the yeah. I know, like, his voice is like... Gotta age myself a little bit into the record. <laughs> After all I've done for music. He, he talks like a fuckboy. Like, he has a relatively, like, deepish voice. And he's... He talks like a... <laughs> yeah, my name, my name is Adam Levine, and, uh... I just wanted to let you know that uh, me and my frat think you're the hottest chick on campus. I think Adam Levine's borrowed Adam Lambert's Don't let the vineyard vines fool you. I'm uh-huh. an animal in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cartoon whale on my clothes. He, he played in the fucking American Horror Story Asylum. Like, yeah. Yeah. He got his arm ripped off. Yes. <laughs> fucking... Like, he has, like, a relatively normal voice for a guy. And fucking, like, he sings way the fuck up here. So you know the secret? He actually saran wraps his balls <laughs> before he goes on stage. Oh. And he puts a rubber band over that, and he's like, Hey! <laughs> That's what it is. Ooh. Anybody that has the volume turned up on their headset right now just got an earful. An earful of delicious. Yes. <laughs> that, that silky... Smooth deliciousness is brought to you That's by... That's what we're going to call you from now on. No, by Adam Levine. You're an now an earful of delicious. An earful of delicious. <laughs> brought to you by Lindor Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Who is in no way associated with this podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. I need to draw <laughs> the association. I just... I, I would love that. The money right there. Yeah, right. Right? Imagine you want to sponsor us? The swag? <laughs> oh, oh, the swag. You would hear all rappers the... crinkling the whole podcast. All, all the swag. <laughs> I mean, uh, not that they already don't with the amount that Omar eats. 
Speaking of candy, let's get back into the the uh, movie for just a minute. Yeah, no, jelly way, beans. Way but jelly candy beans. brought it back. <laughs> I've been eating candy forever. I appreciate since I got here. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that the movie, like the main drug of choice for Muppets, is apparently jelly beans. Yes. Uh, however, when you want to get drunk, you have to drink root beer, and uh, they did mention licorice a few times. Yeah, they did. Uh, but uh, fucking. Licorice, I Herbie believe, is their black tar. Herbie downed a bottle of whiskey. Huh? Herbie downed a bottle of whiskey. He did. When did he that, was chilling with Sanchez, did. yeah. yeah so, did. wait, my question then. If, like, candy is their drug of choice, beer is their, how they get drunk, when they drink actual whiskey, is it, like, water? No, they get they fucked get, oh, up. Oh, oh, yeah, they So, they, I, guess, I guess maybe it's just sort of, they can get fucked up on regular shit, yeah. too, but... They are the only ones that get fucked up on the sugar. Interesting. So, yeah, they get they got. It's blast. a sugar high times like twelve. Sugar is more addictive to them than our regular shit. I mean, you that know, they can make us addicted. They can still shoot up and they can still, you know, yeah. smoke crack if or they as, want to, but or, they just prefer. Oh, as Ray Brown said, human stuff. Human stuff. Human I stuff. have human he's, stuff. He's too. got all of it. <laughs> he told the girl he's got human stuff too. That was hilarious. Yeah, I, I don't. That's probably the only person that I didn't really appreciate in the entire. Movie Cause she she saw she saw the, you can't the jelly stand beans. her face. The thing is that she saw the jelly bean in his drawer. And she said, "Oh, I see that you like to party too." Oh, like, oh my god! That was, and, 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 he said, and he goes like, too. "Oh, I have human stuff too." That's <laughs> that was Rachel Bloom as Roxy. I recognize. I'm gonna look her up real quick. I recognize her from somewhere, and I'm trying to. That's where I recognize her from. She's the, the girl. She stars in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. The TV show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Have any of you seen that? that? You've I never don't seen watch that. that. Oh, okay. I do not have cable. I was trying to figure out where I know her from. And I'm like, she is like the lead actress in that show. I've seen like the first couple seasons. I kind of kind of dropped off because she reminds me a little bit too much of one of my crazy exes. <laughs> so, yeah. Like batshit crazy. Uh... Let's see, what else? She's been on Robot Chicken, but you wouldn't recognize her face from that. Nope. At all. Uh, I, Zombie, very shortly. Oh. Okay, What? where? Uh, she I, was Zombie? Only, she was only in one episode in oh. 2018. Of course. I'm trying to see if there's anything that anybody... I, Zombie's my shit! She is, she is like a serious voiceover actress. So she's been yeah. in like Robot Chicken, Bojack Horseman. She's been in uh, <laughs> Batman vs. the okay. Teenage Ninja Turtles. She played oh, wow. Batgirl in that. Who is she uh, on Bojack? Uh, Bojack Horseman. She's actually been uh, Laura. Okay. She's, uh, let's see, Laura, and she's also been Shanoa, the sitcom writer, hmm. but mostly Laura. Okay. I've watched Bojack like fucking six and, times. And, and then she fucked the book. Oh, and <laughs> the one, one that everybody knows, the High Fructose Adventures of the Annoying Orange. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my god! I just know the I don't annoying miss those days. Hmm. That was actually a troll name like that. There I was don't a whole miss TV the show annoying orange. I don't know what that is. It's it was the a... worst thing to exist. Don't <laughs> ever do not look it up. Okay. Uh, we'll refrain. It's uh, the most irritating fucking ear piercing. Damn. Why do I feel like I shouldn't wow. look it up? But I, I I've been sitting here the whole time, and for you to say that, that must mean woo. Yeah, yes. I'll uh. stay away from it. I'll stay away from it. I'm curious as fuck now. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I hate it. 
She's been in a lot of stuff, just nothing that looks... It doesn't really look like she's done a whole that, that's been live. Like, yeah. Crazy ex-girlfriend all well, over the place. maybe it's because of her cartoons. fucking face! My question is, if a human has sex with a puppet, does the hand have to come out first? You've definitely seen that picture I somewhere, though. <laughs> crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you had to have seen the picture. No? No. Nothing's... Ringing a bell there. I have no fucking idea. Dude, I haven't had cable since I was seven. You gotta look seven. at Rachel Bloom upside down? Go ahead. I mean, if it helps. I, oh, she I don't recognize her standing up, but upside oh, down. Oh, <laughs> she, oh, she looks good I met here. her standing on her head once. Oh, she looks really good here. She, no, she was doing the Spider-Man thing? I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Took over, yeah, took over for Spider-Man once. It's the only reason I recognize Kiss her. me, Mary <laughs> I met her hanging upside down shortly before the mace. Just shortly. So, anyway. Uh, no, I, I appreciated that being the drug of choice. I did not appreciate her as Roxy basically doing the Michelle Pfeiffer role in the movie. <laughs> Attempting? Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer did her role in, in Scarface, like, perfectly. Rachel Bloom is not Michelle Pfeiffer. No. <laughs> At all. And she, I mean, as a comedic version of that, I guess... Not terrible. Eh, in no. was, there, was there like intended camp involved? Because there oh, the could whole be movie, cra- all the way through. Well, I mean, yeah. in terms of her character specifically and the portrayal thereof, because there could be some credit given there if that was the case. They tried to step up the annoyance of her character to like Janice from Friends level. Oh, yeah. Like you, you, you wanted <laughs> to like hate her role the entire time. Just okay. The entire time she's like super needy and like needs attention all the time and love and this and that. Oh blah, blah. no, you know, uh, and more like, like Amy S- uh, Amy Sedaris from uh, Strangers with Candy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a slumber po- party. We're gonna all talk about our feelings and paint each other's clitoris. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, no, she was fucking <laughs> Rainbow's <laughs> boss's girl until Rainbow was like, "No, fuck you! I'm taking your girl. You're a piece of shit." And fucking. Kills him, has all his little fucking Muppet buddies. She just gets passed around the entire movie because then she goes to with with Jake. Yeah. She leaves him for Jake. Yeah. You know. He had better jelly beans. (laughs) He had human stuff. He had human stuff, I'm sure. Like I said, better jelly beans. Kind of a fuzzy Muppet arm, I guess. I mean, like, unless the person took their hand out and just was like I don't even want to (laughs) I don't want to continue that fucking (laughs) sentence. Just we're not. We're not gonna really. Uh, we're not gonna include fisting in the movie. I don't want to know. We, we, we just did. We okay. won't I delve into that too deeply. Wink. I don't. All right. I'm felt. I'm very pliable. <laughs> I'm getting to spaces that I shouldn't be able to. Uh, and, and I like when they make references to this to their stitches. I almost feel three stitches running behind them. Okay. And then the wife telling him, Mom, what was she saying? I'm getting tired of sewing you up all the time. <laughs> hey, man, at least they don't need to go to a hospital for that kind of shit. Yeah. Okay, also, home. fucking, like, you shoot them and their blood is different colors? That's interesting. I mostly yeah, saw right? fluff. Like, it's kind of the color. Well, I mean, I guess it depends no, like, upon the monster that it is, right? At the very end, when um, Rainbow got killed, that might be why he's called Rainbow. Because of his blood. Possible, yeah. Because, like, he got, like, it wasn't Rainbow. Shots. Yeah, because yeah. it's, like, a grayish of white. Yeah, sh- oh, wait, no, was it Rainbow? 
I don't know, one of them got shot, like, fucking six or seven times in the chest, and, like, every shot was a different color. No, rainbow, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was rainbow when all the cops shot him. Yeah. Fucking, that might be I forgot about that. Rainbow. Yeah, probably. Rainbow brown. The only rainbow part of him. Yeah, because, like, but he, was, yeah, he was... in the hotel, when they were shooting people, you remember when he, when he was shooting everybody in the yeah. hotel trying to get out, and people were getting shot by the other people? Like, the splatter on the walls was, yeah, like, different, different colors. colors. Like, there were pink, like, with blue blood, stuff like that. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yep. And there were explosions of fluff, I remember distinctively. Yeah. Like, just cotton flying everywhere. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think what it is, is just, like, regular stuffed animals with human organs in underneath the fluff. Okay, that sounds... Terrifying! Yeah, horrible. <laughs> this is why, uh... Now I'm now I really now need I don't to see do an autopsy. I don't I, want to think about that. I really <laughs> need to see someone develop a law and order or something like that with Muppets. Yes. Yeah. With the little toy piano. You know, legitimate autopsies on Muppets. Just Yeah. <laughs> probably their probably their main forensic doctor will be a Muppet. <laughs> well if you see the occipital, the occipital bone here, it got crushed by the impact. Just uh, Elmo, all grown up and disenchanted from his contact with the world. <laughs> I've seen some shit, man! <laughs> yeah. Listen! Listen! You don't know what I've been through! Just. Yep, that, that's the next step for Sesame Street. <laughs> Very beater Elmo. Some, some mass murderer hits Sesame Street, just takes everybody out. Elmo's the only one to escape. He becomes a. Sesame Street 2020. <laughs> Sesame Street 2020. He becomes a forensic pathologist thereafter, just because. Just hoping to find the guy that killed him all. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just killed the conversation there. Just like, where the fuck Everything you went quiet with? for a minute. It's like where the fuck are you going with this, Chris? <laughs> okay, it went nowhere. Good. <laughs> all right. Definitely. So I think we've said about all we can about this movie. Yeah, I think so. And we're gonna take a very quick break for. Uh, for sponsorship, and we will be right back with a... Yeah! Tea time with honey! But I wanted to say more about the movie! You no. lie. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you say it from now on, because in all honesty, I try to say it, and it's like I leave things out. So you <laughs> Every do. time! And you're so much you're so much more excited to say it than I am. It's motherfucking tea time! It's like I just kind of... I kind of get Ben Stein with it. No. I think, <laughs> I think, I think she should say, we're going to go with... It's motherfucking tea time! <laughs> Yeah. Honey has tea. Something. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> For those of you who did not tune us out the second we decided to go to sponsorship, we are back with Cinematic Anarchy and Miss Honey's about to take off. Motherfucking tea time with Honey! There you go. That. Yeah. All right! <laughs> so this week we're talking about uh, a couple of different things. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is this... Catholic high school in Butler County, Ohio, that is forcing students to take mandatory drug tests, and if they refuse to take the drug test, it counts as a positive test, and eventually, you know, they're going to get expelled for not taking these drug tests, and their parents have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is that shit? Chime in. Chime in? Tell me how you feel about this. As parents, like... Well, I mean, I don't think it's, uh... I don't think it's about having to pay for it that's the issue. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, okay, honestly, 
back when I was at a like Catholic school, I went to a couple of different ones. Fucking my mom was paying over 10 grand a year for tuition. If you're mm-hmm. forcing your students to fucking if you're forcing your students parents to fucking pay for these mandatory drug tests, it should be taken out of the tuition. Yeah. They shouldn't have to pay extra for it. No. They're they're already paying a fucking arm and a leg to send their child to this school. It should be taken out of the fucking tuition. I mean, I feel like that Catholic high school is definitely a test market for something that they might try to explore with most high schools. On top of that, Catholic school students tend to lash out a lot more just because they're being forced into a lifestyle that they don't not necessarily... Hey, can't talk. (laughs) That they don't necessarily want to be a part of. Welcome to my world, by the way. I'm a prime example. <laughs> fucking, I, I went to Jesus school for, like, fucking eight years, and then my mom pulled me out of high school, and I went to a Catholic fucking high school for another year and a half, and, like, I've gone to Jesus camp, and my family basically runs a Baptist church. Like, I was, I've been getting this shit forced down my throat my entire fucking life. And I turned into this fucking, like, mess of a fucking artist, and, like, I'm the, I'm the, Fucking child that, like, was homeless for five years and was, like, doing all kinds of fucked up shit for the longest time. Like... Yeah. You got sent to a Catholic school. You had to deal with uh, heavily religion, religious people. See, I tripped on my tongue, too. I'm, I'm right there with you. Fucking that can be, that can a, be super traumatizing. Back, I got sent to an agricultural school. school. All I got was farm animals. Back when I was in middle school, my history teacher had asked us, you know, what do we want to, like, do with our lives when we grow up? And I was like, I want to be a tattoo artist. And he straight up pulled out the fucking Bible and was like, this is why you shouldn't. I was like, fuck you, bro. Like, you're encouraging all your other students, but not me. Like, go fuck yourself. This is a fantastic career. So much money in it. So much success. And just, like, building up your talents and shit. Well, exactly. As an artist, it's also personally rewarding. Yeah. Why would you... And that's the bullshit I keep saying, that things that get done in the name of God or in the name of religion, that's why I do believe in God, but I don't believe in the Bible for the most part. Because the I, Bible believe, was I believe religious it. people are to blame for people that don't believe. I, I believe that uh, organized religion and organized crime are not that far off from each other. Oh no, hell no. Well, <laughs> of course. I, I mean, I, <laughs> there, I there are definitely like linear like equations you could make between the Catholic Church and the Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> they both try to hide their criminals. Yeah. And Religion in general is just one massive fucking cult. That's it. It's all about being the most successful cult, right? And when yeah. you when you tie capitalism into the idea of religion, that's when it becomes toxic, which we've been doing since like since the beginning of time. Since the beginning. Of, I will <laughs> say, I will say, and this is not to make like make it about anything else or derail the conversation. But I will say, as a religion and things that I most align with naturally through my progression as a human being, I will say that Buddhism is the most like reasonable yeah i agree <laughs> honestly because at no Shit. point do they go you should believe this or buy yep. you should believe this or buy <laughs> it's more about your personal journey and how you know reflecting good upon people will give it back to you and there's yeah. nothing yeah. wrong with teaching that it's exactly. basically what you put out will come back right. i cannot put in because as a buddhist i'm biased but it exactly what i found when i was looking for answers Somebody that don't, something that doesn't try to indoctrinate me, but 
just help me. Guide you. Because what you really need is a guidance. It's a light to, to guide yourself into yourself. You really don't need right. this whole... It's not a highway. You don't need those signs to follow. You need to follow your instinct well, and understand that what you put out will come back to you. You're building it as you go along. Yeah. yeah. I know some atheist Buddhist, for that matter, that I get along with great. Can you be an atheist and Buddhist at the same time? I don't think yes, so. Yes, you can. Because... I think I, that's just like... Buddhism is not a... No. Buddhism is not a religion. It's a way of life. I guess so. But isn't atheism a lack of belief in any kind of religion? No, but it's a lack of belief in any kind of higher power. Right, so okay. I could see how that would tie in because on yeah. a certain level, Buddhism believes in the universe, right? Yeah. And Buddhism like, believes in the universe and the power of you to guide yourself through your journey. And okay. my, my personal belief is like I tie in aspects of like science into my spiritual beliefs. And yeah. it's sort of like, you know, it it took 13 billion years of chain reactions to get to this point in my life. It took all that time for this to happen. Yeah. yeah. So like the Florida of the like, bottle Everything's cause and effect. Yes. That, and that's, that's that's like a science. That's not necessarily um, a religion or a belief in a higher power per se, like in one entity. It's a matter of everything interconnects and and causation is the is the is the force of everything. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that to me. That is exactly that is exactly what it is. I couldn't have said it. Well articulated. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. You cannot see the handshake on the podcast. Well, reality reality is I already respected Alex for the person that he is, but I didn't know you were that in touch with yourself. I respect you even more, sir. Thank oh, you for thank that. You. Yeah, um, just lending a But it but me. it is it is the truth. It's because the problem with religions, and this is what this is what I keep telling people, and I blame religious people for atheists because you got it completely wrong. You got the message totally wrong. Jesus Christ was not a Christian. No, he was Jewish. Jesus, Jesus, exactly. Jesus was, Jesus was, I. Socialist man, leaning exactly. man, who believed in left wing leading man, left wing, and he wasn't fucking hung white. around. Who hung around with a, like twelve dudes in a whore? Like, tell me he wasn't yeah. gay. <laughs> he, could have, he probably, he probably could have been. As close as fucking been. prostitutes and drug addicts and fucking and like the people that were considered I'm fucking right. tainted. They're you're not angry mob with the torches. You're not. <laughs> oh, <there they> are. <laughs> you also don't turn water into wine if you're not trying to have the best time, girl. Honestly, <laughs> it is true. Also, that whole like he was dead for three days and came back. You never know. Dude probably was in a fucking coma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he drank too much water, let's say, and had to sleep it off. Resurrection, which is like one of the main tenets of uh, Hinduism, isn't it? What was that? So it isn't uh, I think the idea of being resurrected reincarnation. or reincarnated. Reincarnation, yeah. It, you come it's, back it's, as something it, else. It, it's it's, it's, not it's like a big part of, of Hinduism and Buddhism. How you, and Buddhism, too. If, 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 but it depends on how you behave in life. It's how your reincarnation goes on to the next life. It's I pretty actually, much the belief. I have a theory about reincarnation and that it's like, this is the ultimate way to explain karma, too. I've yeah. had this like series of thoughts that let me it's to tied, believe... It's tied in with it. That you, you aren't actually interacting with other people in your life right now. Like no. me as Alex. I'm not interacting with other people. No. I'm interacting as me 
through different timelines of my soul's journey. Okay. So I reincarnation is not just will I become another animal, will I become another human, it's which human that already exists on this physical plane on this will plane. I become. I yeah. think that one soul travels through every life. Yeah, it is the truth. And I think that's that's what explains us as being like un- you like unified as one that's the universal power is that yeah. every living being that has one soul pass through it over time eventually i get to the punchline of we become beyonce and that's nirvana <laughs> but <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that joke aside i will say that like that ultimately explains karma too cuz literally what i do to you could be done to me tomorrow through yeah. how you react and in my next life i could be you doing that to me and that's that's karma. Yeah. In my in I my like in my like I like this discussion. In my journey, that's what I found. Yeah. Yeah it is. And I agree. I totally agree. But karma is also basically what you put out comes back to you. It's just down right. to that. Karma keeps receipts. And and, and and that's the connection between reincarnation and karma because like you said, as a soul you go through every every life or every plane. So, yeah, and it's not in any one order because the the physical body relies on the time on time being a linear thing. The soul does not. Yeah. So I yeah. can be anyone, any when after uh-huh. I pass through this life. True. Like in my next life, I'm not necessarily going to be someone who's born the year that I die. I might be someone who's born in 1680, because there is no rule to tie that part of me to any physical plane, and time is a physical thing. Yeah. Mine's blown, sorry. Yeah, the silence right? was mine's being blown. <laughs> no, that was, that was, that was uh, but it is, it is the, it is the truth. But it's a lot it, more deep than I'm used to getting here. No, I'm right. sorry, that's Just, what happens when you have after, man. I, no, I, I no, break no. it, I break we it love this fuck shit. down. Oh, and to bring it back onto the original track, I will say, having been raised as Catholic is what led me to this journey, because... No. Basically, yeah, exactly. basically, I didn't receive First Communion because around the time that I was going to, it was the time that a bunch of news broke in the early 2000s in the Catholic yeah. Church. My parents were reasonable enough not to go, let's dive in harder, let's back away because we will we will believe in the teachings of the Bible and teach our kids to be good kids, but not on your dime. Yeah. yeah. Because if that's the shit you're sweeping under the rug, then we want no part of it in terms of contributing, in terms of partaking, that's great. what have you. So they pulled us out very well, quickly. You were, you, you were lucky... That's, that's fucking... That's you were lucky that reasonable. most... That is reasonable <laughs> as fuck. And you were lucky as... Them, luckier than most of the kids, for example, I grew up with different time. Those things were out in the open, but we knew they happened. Right. And my, also, my grandparents or my parents, none of them were so strictly Catholic that they had us and you had to and this is what it is. Right. It was never like that. And, and there was always this curiosity being fostered that there's always more in everything. So we grew up not only wanting to eat what we normally ate, we grew up not only wanting to read what we normally read or what was read to us, everybody was very curious. Mm-hmm. My grandparents raised a, little, a whole bunch of the grandchildren mm-hmm. together. So there was always that. But I knew kids that went through stuff that would tell like probably one friend and go through their whole lives not telling one other single soul and things happened in church back then, like, you know, that they came out. And back then, when I was growing up in the 80s, there was all kinds of shit happening. 
probably more because it wasn't they were so sure that it wasn't gonna be exposed it was ridiculous mm -hmm. I could tell you right now off the top of my head four kids that were touched by a priest growing up wow yeah and that's crazy because with that sort of thing with with any sort of sexual abuse the less that goes reported the more it will happen and I think that's mm. the tipping point that you're speaking of. Yeah, yeah of it is. It's like, like bad. we've done this so long without it becoming an issue. Let's keep doing it. Let's more of us well, do so it. It becomes permissive, especially with the eighties. Was bad with that. There's a lot of secrecy just built into the idea of the confessional booth. The fact that you can go to a priest and pretty much tell him the most horrible shit that you you could humanly possible possibly do. My Mouth is not really connecting with my brain, uh, and and literally they they are supposed to keep it a secret. Yeah, you the, you can go and approach like them as a police officer to try to get that information from them, and basically religiously they are required to keep that secret. Right. So, well, I just pay for a therapist, right? That's my yeah. alternative. I mean, their entire religion <laughs> though, it, it is built to protect people that are truly horrible human beings. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that is how a lot of these, I think, priests get into that position where they're able to do things and it's like, well, I can go to confession and I can go tell them what I've done and... And, 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 and I'll be they, good. They'll... They basically tell me, do five Hail Marys and do right. this and that's your penance. Let me, and... let me tell you this. If you need a religion to be a good person, you're really not a good person. Yeah. That goes back to what you were saying, that you believe atheism is the lack of belief. It's not the lack of belief, because, for example, I'll give you an example here with us, my favorite atheist here. What She's a better person than most crazy religious people I know. And I know some a lot of very fervent, like, zealously religious people that have said and done horrible shit to other people. It's so not hard to just be a decent human fucking that, being. That's all it really comes down to. That's all it really comes down to. Don't you don't me. have to believe what I believe. I know personally that I cannot. And cannot I really and I really have Christian, no right to Catholic. judge her for not believing what I believe. Yeah. I'm not saying that there aren't a lot of good messages that go along with, with the Bible and so on and so forth, but I could not get into organized religion worth the life of me. No. Oh, I have no, not neither. been to a single church that I did not feel completely uncomfortable with being in. I have been to a lot, and I and I will tell you this. I was drunk as a non-religious. The one I felt most comfortable in was the the Muslim mosque. I guess because everybody's welcome. They don't care, and they most Muslim mosques have their inner faith night where everybody can come in and and you know talk with them and and see what it is and and mm -hmm. all that. And they're not trying to drive you away from who you are. They just want to share what they have there with you. Are you... You have prayer beads? I've had prayer beads for a long time. Sometimes ah, okay. I hold them like this. I was just wondering what you had there. I just saw... <laughs> for the first time, I saw you with the, the beads. And I was like, I didn't yeah. know what you had in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've had them forever. Sometimes I wear them. Sometimes I just hold them. Okay. But... That's neither here nor there. Go back but to it, door. But it is still, you know, organized religion with a several rules that in some cases may betray human nature, as it is, like most religions do. So getting back to what we were originally talking about. Yeah! We kind of went off on a tangent. I actually, I, I'm kind of for the idea of drug testing in the schools. I mean, in all honesty, I, I 
didn't allow my my oldest to partake in anything until she was 18 years old. At that point, see that's reasonable. Do what you need to do. Um, I am for that. I am definitely for the Catholic Church doing what they did. I don't like the idea of them making the parents pay for it because they're already paying for the fucking school. That's there's another thing like um, in the article that I read about it. Um, there's like they're saying that the people who run these tests can pick and choose which children to test. Okay, no, that that's that's not which right. opens I mean, a whole other door for racial profiling. It's not just Absolutely. racial profiling in general. It's literally look, it's everybody or nobody. Period. Or or fucking. It's um, the same thing. I feel with with the the metal detectors in school and the things like that. It's either everybody or nobody. The TSA, it's everybody or nobody. Yep. You, you you check everyone. Because who's to say that grandma isn't pissed off with her husband cheating on her one day and doesn't decide to bring a bomb on the damn plane? You know, it's... Exactly. You, you get everybody. Wait, uh, and some of us just want a free cavity search every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I guess it depends on how I'm feeling before the flight. <laughs> yeah. Just to calm the nerves. Hey, a couple you know? of drinks of Xanax and TSA, let me tell you. I need a little bit of flight. stress relief. I might have a bomb on me. <laughs> Lip balm, he means. You tell me. His lips get dry in that cabin air. You're banned from every flight Uh, ever. All I'm saying is that I am absolutely for them doing drug testing as long as the next step in their program is in conferring with TI. Honestly, I think it's opening a whole lot more doors for (laughs) fucking discrimination. I think that it's going to cause a huge barrier between... Classmates, you missed that joke, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I it went over your head. I did. Yeah. It went completely over my head. Don't explain it now. It's a been few, oh, a few rants back. Don't explain, explain, of course. <laughs> what were we talking about a few rants back? Mm-hmm. What did Ti do? Oh, right. Oh right. my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly. How did that go over my head? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he forced his daughter to delete her social media. What? Yeah, she's off everything. She unfollowed her whole fucking family, and she like she's been liking comments about people who are like, "This is abuse, and this is super fucking invasive, and you shouldn't have fucking told anybody about this." She's why are you telling the world about your daughter's virginity? Why are you so obsessed with your daughter's fucking? But it seems it's it's a Catholic high school. It seems like the next logical step is to confer with him about how he does things. Or you could ask the president if he would date his daughter if they weren't related. Stop! Stop! Uh, Why are you talking about your kids like that at all? T.I. and Trump, please stop. So fucking <laughs> yeah. That's That's way, way... Tell me that... that, you know, Trump that. Like, thing tell me, tell me, like, walking up to M- any family member at a gathering and just being like, you know, if you that's weren't... That's why Agent Orange you weren't my Alabama uncle. every time. That's why Agent Orange is going to well, you know, Alabama you know, every time. You know the certain sectors of society when being cousins or even siblings doesn't stop that. Hey, I will say, yeah. in all fairness, Massachusetts, the one, the state we're in is the one state where you can marry you your first cousin. A, so. a lot of, you can? Yeah. You ah. that a lot of royal lineage actually has some inter... Some? Well, a lot of it. Let's keep the money in the family, literally. You heard about the prince having stepped back from royal duties because of his uh, connections with Epstein. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, everybody who's in some kind of power probably has some kind of connection to Epstein. Like, he didn't kill himself! Someone fucking had him killed! Yeah. There's a lot of people in power who could have been royally fucked by his lists. Pun intended. 
Pun intended. <laughs> Fucking. But like now that I, when some when a when a convict dies. Doesn't their fucking case get dropped? It gets dismissed because they're well, no longer no one alive. To charge. Exactly. There's well, no they one can, to charge. They can so charge people associated with him. But the thing is, is that that's a thing. The that's in the event that they wanted to. Facilitate. Yeah, exactly. That's in the event that they wanted to. They're not going to continue Epstein's fucking investigation now that he's dead. Cause yeah. right, because all these fucking people in power have bought off this whole fucking case. Like, ah! Yeah. I'm tripping over myself and just bleh. Just makes you think you Thoughts know. are doubling. You know, Trump's got a lot of things on people. Yeah. Trump's uh, top Trump. <laughs> a lot of people have things on him too, from what I hear. Trump it, it's not that a lot of people have things on Trump. It's that Trump brings them onto himself. He brings them onto himself <laughs> and then he just <laughs> proudly announces it to the world, like, oh yeah, I grab women by the pussy. Wait, yeah, two weeks before an election. <laughs> And they still won. Do it because won. I'm rich. How do you think he won all the southern states? Exactly. Russia. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Russia. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how he won. That's how he won. <laughs> Russia and the Ukraine. But everyone knows my favorite flavor. I'm peach. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. Both in color and, uh... I'm pretty happy they did it towards the end of his term so we don't get stuck with Mike Pence for a long time. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be allowed outside ever again. Exactly. Like, he's fucking... (laughs) He wouldn't be allowed outside. My brother would never leave the fucking house if Pence was fucking president. Straight up. Are you kidding me? Be like the gay purge. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Fucking, like... His whole fucking it would administration be a purge of just anything needs that to isn't be white and Christian. Firebombs. Like, hey, yeah, at least yeah, some yeah. of us can like blend in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we needed to. Don't tell me uh, you wouldn't try. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta understand that their followers is a group of people that don't know how to separate socialism from communism and terrorists from Muslims. And I will point out, since you bring up the S word. Socialism. It's so funny that people are so, so against socialist programs when we do things like, um, you know, publicly fund firefighters and hospitals and schools. That is, and, that is, exactly. And, and the fucking infrastructure. These are socially funded programs, yep. mind you, that have existed right. for the benefit of. But anyway, it's the all support about, of this yeah. person, we can tie it back in, is yep. like a cult. Much yeah. like the Catholic Church, yeah. who has schools yeah. Yeah. drug testing these children, and I will also equate that to when Florida, a few years back, started drug testing welfare recipients and found out that point zero 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 one percent of welfare recipients actually had the balls to do drugs, mm-hmm. and they realized they wasted a fucking couple million dollars trying to do this. Yep. Yeah. So... I love if these children, I was so happy when that happened. Really feel like wasting that kind of money to do something that they could quite honestly spend the money to do at home if they really felt like they should. Exactly. Then I don't really see the benefit. The point. There's not big the... picture. Big picture. Well, if you are so worried about like... your kid doing drugs, you will force them to pee in a cup at home. Yep. These children. Yep. Are, let's be honest. These keep, children keep are it, actually no, very you, used. You, you to, gotta. You gotta understand that now it's a generation of punk ass parents that are afraid of their kids. These so. these children are very much in <laughs> Ti's kids' that. position. <laughs> they are very used to being forced to do things that they may not necessarily want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's, this drug testing thing is not going to be very new to them to begin with. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. most high school students, they're not doing like crazy amounts of drugs. They're just smoking weed. Like. 
from what the several high schools that I went to, most of the students there were not <laughs> fucking like doing crazy hard drugs. They were just fucking smoking weed to chill. I wasn't even offered coke until I was 24. Right? I'm not going to lie to you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I put the fuck out like, on someone when they like, brought coke to one of my parties, and I was like 17. I would never, I would never have, like, from the age of, like, up to the age of when, I, like, 24 even, I couldn't even think of seeking anything that right? wasn't weed. Right? Honestly. And, and even until the age of 19, I didn't even, I'll, like, partake in weed like, every time it was offered to me, I was just like, oh, that's but, bad. Yeah, like, dare. I, I'm a dare kid. I started smoking <laughs> weed when I was, yeah. like, 16. And, like, I didn't think about any other drugs or, like, I, I drank a lot because, you know, I was part of a very large group of alcoholics. But, um, <laughs> we weren't going to school together, though. We were, like, hanging out over at the Loop every Friday night. LOL. <laughs> and getting shit-faced over at Milk Street Park. Am I not mistaken that most of these drug tests are not really designed to find the harder core drugs? No. It's mostly for finding people that are smoking pot. Oh, like come that. on. Half these kids' parents are doing that probably. Exactly. Like, what? Fucking, um... I'm telling you, reformatting this mentality is not all the way there. Yo. I don't... I can't tell you how much lemon poppy seed bread I ate when I was in high school. Like, that shit was one of my favorite desserts. And that show, poppy seed shows up as opiates. Yeah, well, that you have to. They found out. I ate a lot. I was gonna say, did you ever watch MythBusters? No. Oh, okay. They like did one where they like were like shoveling mouthfuls of just poppy seeds into their <laughs> mouth, and they were like, "Yeah, it still comes up with nothing." So okay. you, you literally need to be like <laughs> eating I, I pounds know, like, of just poppy seeds. Yeah, quite honestly, <laughs> or like in that field from the Wizard of Oz where she's yeah. like poppies poppies <laughs> they wake up like, with a needle in their arm they're like what oh the God. fuck happened Scarecrow is that you are looking awful limp today yeah <laughs> but um yeah no dude fucking like I'm not for the forced drug testing no that's just that's just gonna cause more anxiety amongst kids and it's gonna cause more distrust between the younger generations and authoritative figures and let's be real, uh, enough kids get, like, test anxiety to the point of failing anyway. And I can't tell you how many <laughs> detox drinks and how much fucking, like, people... Vitamin B! <laughs> people communicate. We've got phones with the fucking entirety of the world's knowledge at our fucking fingertips. Like, we can find ways to detox ourselves before fucking getting drug tested. I think we've kind of lost our way with what should be focused on in school anyway. Like... These mm-hmm. kids, they, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're lashing out. They're not really paying attention in class. They're not doing, I mean, what you'd imagine kids are supposed to be doing in school to begin with. Uh, I can tell you personally, when I was in school, I, I, did, I was not engaged in the actual classes. I was not engaged in math or, or, or English or any of that shit. Uh, well, English a little bit, because I liked to write. Yeah. I did plenty of that. Math, fuck it. I, I, I had no interest. It's <laughs> like, when the hell am I going to use half of this shit? Trigonometry, trigonometry, algebra, I'm not planning on being a mathematician or any of that fucking crap when I got out of high school. Teachers always told us we were never going to be allowed Uh, to use a calculator outside of, like, our work. And that we would be writing in cursive parts of our lives. I have never once needed to use the Pythagorean theorem in my life. But they are missing the point that they they need to, you know, put up metal detectors, they need to drug test kids in school. It's all about locking it down, making it stricter, making it more stern. And when it comes down to it, what you need to do is you need to make these classes more engaging. Yeah. Make it so the kids actually want to fucking learn. But you hire these people who are basically Ben Stein in front of the entire fucking class. Well, yes. 
Not even that, at least, like, Ben Stein has money. Like, these guys, <laughs> these guys are just looking for a paycheck. Yeah. Right. Like, a lot of teachers are demotivated by the actual process themselves, and until yeah. we, until we do things like, I don't know, uh, give them more money, then they're not gonna be right. as willing to, because I, th- I honestly think, like, you know, doctors make a fuck ton of money, right? Yep. Lawyers make a fuck ton of money. They're Cops. doing just as much, if not, I don't know, they're doing just as much as, like, firefighters and teachers, and those people aren't on the same playing field economically or financially Maybe. as those people who are contributing just as much. Yep. And Maybe I'll just... feel that there'd be less of a, lead, a need for more lawyers if we had better paid teachers to teach the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> less people uh-huh. to bail people out of shit. Another thing, we're not teaching kids, like, the right things to... Like, go forward in common life. sense shit that you yeah. need in everyday life. I would have mm-hmm. loved... I wouldn't have loved it, but I would have benefited from a class about, like, fucking taxes. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know how Definitely. to do that shit. I had my grandfather help me with that. Oh, I mean, and he's almost 90. But, like, if but not for TurboTax, bless TurboTax. Yeah, um, let me tell you this. Let me I tell would, you this. I I'm would 40, not be... I'm 45 years old. I was already in my 40s when I learned anything about how to even fill out taxes. Do that... that that also how to keep how to improve your credit how to build up your credit home economics yep. just basically financial literacy yeah, all this shit we put personal finances how to call and make a doctor's appointment <laughs> yeah oh my god without like crumbling into a ball of anxiety what were you guys taught in home ec you guys take home ec home ec was gone by the home, home ec. ec was gone by the time i was there okay when i was in school home ec was not it was it was literally learning how to fucking sew clothes and, yeah. and, and, and make grilled and, cheese and cook. Yeah, yeah. It was basically a culinary class and a sewing class with a well, little bit to do with maybe how to fill out a fucking yeah. checkbook. From what I remember, my older brother was still in the like generation of he's only three years older than me, but like I said, home ec and like carpentry were phased out by the time I got to middle school. And he took he took home ec but a lot of times what I noticed anyway was the girls took home ec and the guys took carpentry. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like life skills that A, mattered, but B, mattered on a universal level and didn't push gender roles. Yeah. No. I mean, you're not being taught trades. You're not being taught, you know, basic common sense in school anymore. It's all about basically making sure that you can meet the state requirements well, for their tests. When everything's standardized, you take away certain, like, creative freedoms. Yeah. When right. everything is by a certain book and you need to meet yeah. this standard, you need to fill this checkbox, it, it, it eliminates free thought and creative growth. That is true. And we're being, you guys were being taught from the same de- textbooks that basically we are with slight, you know, yeah. variations. But right, like little updates. There's nothing that really minor. Very minor. was updated. I mean, I was telling my mother the same history books that we were learning from had, you know, obviously the current updates, but it's the same things that they were being taught yeah, when they were younger. The same lies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Those things had been disproven. <laughs> you know? No, we know that this didn't happen, but we're still being taught that. Right. You know? Like, I remember in 2004, I was using textbooks that were published in 97, and I think for things like, maybe not necessarily math, because numbers are numbers, but like things like science and Unless history. Unless you approach somebody that's trying to teach new math. Let oh, me... they have like ST math and these weird yeah. new like yeah, yeah. things that and ways of teaching uh, things that just don't make sense. I hate to... math. If I had a child right now, which 
don't hold your fucking breath. <laughs> if I had a child right now, I would not know how to help them with their homework. Just based on like li- like overseeing like like I've I've watched my friends' kids do their homework and I'm like, what the fuck is this system? <laughs> You're wasting so much time teaching kids stuff that they're not going to use well, in their you, life. Well, not only that, but when you teach them one way to do something, like I said, that creative thought process, that real problem solving that comes from, you can, like, when I was taught how to do nines tables for multiplication, I learned four different ways to do it, and whatever way you were most comfortable with was the was the way you could do it. Uh, written down on paper, like, because there's different ways and different... With the finger n- thing. Yeah, you could do different ways, um... Uh, of coming to the same solution and I think that is a beautiful thing because you're giving kids options you're giving kids kids different routes by which they can connect certain dots and when you take that away you're creating pretty much like robots and it's sickening and at least robots can still have the the creative capacity I was watching a thing about AI there are still like different algorithms by which they can come to creative solutions that Humans are being left out of. Yeah. We're just there not is, teaching our kids the most creative way to reach a, a solution. There's a lot of indoctrination, these guys that are, are bit, as education, and they're killing free thinking. They're not allowing. That's why these kids don't, don't know how to have, be their own person. That's why all these kids want to look, think, and talk the same. For the most part. And all that's why all of them want yeah. to do drugs like their cool friends, and then you have the need for them to be tested by their Catholic parents. Exactly. <laughs> and then you have to you have to beat a kid up. Okay, well this generated a lot of conversation. Yes, you wanna move did. on to your next thing or um, what time we got? We, we, we're one eleven. Let us let us move on to We'll move on to the pitch storm. Pitch we can, storm. We can discuss uh, the. We can discuss the Hong Kong thing next week. Next week, okay. Or we're actually we we are getting to get. Well, I don't know if you're going to be able to be here. I don't for know if we're going to be able to be here for the um, Thanksgiving yeah. episode. Family stuff. Well, I mean, it's going to tre- be treated as our midweekend weekend thing, you know. Yeah. So we're. Gonna, I'll let you know. We shall see. We're going to pick out one thing of notes, one plot, one character, and we are going to do our pitch storm. So let's see how this sounds here. <laughs> uh, so do you, you want to give him a crash course on how we do this? Alright, they read the cards We throw out fucking characters and actors And we try to build a movie from it Okay Okay So, our movie is The lone survivor of a gruesome and mysterious accident Does whatever it takes to get into the world's most exclusive orgy <laughs> <laughs> Let's cast a star that didn't have them die in the first act. Oh, sorry. Let's cast a star and have them die in the first act. Okay. My apologies. I read that wrong. Okay. Hmm. Let me see. Let's get the star or a star. We've had several movies where we've had a star die in the first act. Like, we try to kill Will Ferrell off a lot. I want Gerard Butler. Want Gerard Butler to die in the first scene? As our fucking lone survivor. Gerard Butler is the lone just, survivor of the gruesome accident. What are you thinking? Well, I was going to say Amy Adams just because... Oh my god, <laughs> yes! You wouldn't, look, her. you wouldn't expect her to like desperately want to get into this kind of orgy, we, yet here yes. she is. You know, we haven't used Amy Adams since our first uh, pitch storm. I don't think we have. Uh, our, first, our first pitch storm where we were talking about the uh, Tijuana Donkey Show. Okay. <laughs> oh, this, you remember that? Yep. Poor, yep. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have so, no idea. Amy, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. 
Well, nothing that we pitch out there is uh, probably ever going to see the light of day, but it's fun. So, <laughs> uh, If it happens, we will all be very rich. Well, Hollywood will go that way sooner or later. We don't want we don't want blockbusters anymore. Let's just make some fucking <laughs> weird shit. People like uh, Sharknado. Yeah, let's, let's make some weird <laughs> The Fuzz. Shit. And The yes. Fuzz, well. The Fuzz was fantastic. That only lasted five episodes, but still. Uh, all right, so we got all Lone right. Survivor Amy Adams. What kind of gruesome accident are we talking about here? Hmm. I want to say a derailed train. Uh, I was going to say something with a fucking on train. The, oh, something related to the say, orgy on the way to the orgy. Well, okay, so this is something that can come in handy at the orgy when she gets there. <laughs> Horrible smoothie making accident. She just has a stump now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. I but like she's it. the lone survivor. How many people got killed in this smoothie accident? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> It was a. It she was, was a, crazy. It was the first orgy she was at that night. It was a. Yeah. And okay, she so was making. It was during their break because you know how you have to take a break at an orgy. She yep. was making smoothies for everyone, and the blender do you, just. Do you take a break? Blew up. Orgy? She's a. She's a making smoothies out of Jamba Juice. You know, just a fucking. Act some, somehow manages to get her hand cut off of the thing. There's a spark because the thing jammed. There's a fire that just kind of burns the whole place down. 30 people die. She gets out missing just a hand. I like okay. the break during the orgy like better, this. but... Do you, do I like people this. take breaks during orgy? She uses the stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know why that's a question. <laughs> I, I don't know. I never been to one. Well, maybe it's there's a, a gruesome accident that happens during Taking the orgy. Taking a break is a thing. Maybe it's a gruesome accident that happens during the orgy. That's, that's what he said. Right, yeah. You were just yeah, saying she was making smoothies during the break for everyone. Making and the spark, the spark thing can still happen. Yeah, it can. We're doing another orgy thing here. Yeah, we, we so, had one. Okay, before. so like she, this is the first orgy she's ever she's been. She's at the, well, no, she, like, this is the first one that night. She ha, she's double booked, right? Okay. And she's, she's <laughs> because of the stump. She's well, she's double booked, and she ends up making smoothies during the break of at the first orgy that night. And she's like, you know, I'm going to put some strawberries and some banana and yogurt and everything. <laughs> and she blends naked. it up and her, the, the thing just sucks her hand in. And then there's a, a spark and the whole place burns down and she's the only person to survive. But so she's the like, second or she's she gets like, burnt down the she's like, She's like, fuck it. I'm going to the ER real quick, getting the stump patched up. I got to get to my second orgy. It's almost 11.30. <laughs> so she goes, she's sipping on wow. her smoothie, driving with her stump, and she gets to the second orgy. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so this is supposed to be the, the world's most exclusive order. Where she you. knocks on the door with her stump. <laughs> and they're like, password, please, because it's exclusive. <laughs> and she says, she says smoothie. And they let her in to the second door where there's another password. Again, it's a very exclusive orgy. <laughs> and the second password happens to be stump. <laughs> Yeah, that would be funny as hell. <laughs> so finally, she's there, and I don't know what else happens. Well, the, well, the first actor has to die. We have to. Who dies in the beginning? Like the very first act. I think Hasselhoff. There, there has to be somebody who dies. Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff should die okay. at the beginning, and he's probably on the way to the orgy. Chokes on a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, that's probably something sexually related to the orgy. He's with his lover, 
in the car Auto on the way to the orgy, and he's basically servicing his lover on the way to the orgy, and there's an accident, and he breaks his neck, and he breaks his neck. Well, and oh my god! Okay, so like, back of the head into the steering wheel. If we're thinking about it, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's he's there. But then the airbag deploys, and then he's like suffocated <laughs> by a snooch. I was thinking like he was yes. on a fucking collar and chain, like fucking like his neck snaps when the fucking car gets hit. Well, yes. I'm thinking if you're if you're giving oral while someone else is driving, your head is between their crotch and the steering wheel. Yeah. yeah. And they get into an accident, the yes, airbag everyone. deploys, and suddenly you're suffocated by some muff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Or some it makes sausage. More sense. Or some sausage. Or some, well, it was Hasselhoff, so I was typecasting him as a straight man. But <laughs> I, no, no, I didn't think of it like that. But yeah, no, totally. Pecker through the back of the necker. You know? <laughs> Pecker through the back of the necker. That's how Hasselhoff died in the And he said okay. the same thing that Cinderella said when she got to the ball, which was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there. And, and no, I think I think the pecker to the to the back of the necker and breaking his neck with the steering wheel at the same time. Okay, yeah. So we're we're killing off Hasselhoff in the first act by basically getting impaled by his lover's jaw. I've yes. been impaled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm not make a comment and we've on that. also we've also not typecast him. We we went the other way. He's gay now. Yeah. Now yes. let me tell you this. We like to do that here. We like to make sure that we go against type. Right. Completely. Let me tell you this. Hasselhoff being Hasselhoff. Probably because he knew he was gonna die, you know, so early in the in the movie, he wanted the whole intro to be about him getting ready for his shit and the whole intro with the you song know. and everything, mouthwash, douche, the whole yeah, nine. all like, that, the whole nine, shaving, <laughs> kind of like the, uh, all kinds of really famous people there, fucking like Johnny Depp and fucking yeah. at this really exclusive party. Leonardo DiCaprio Jack. hosts it. Yes! <laughs> fucking like, Anthony Hopkins yeah, yeah, in yeah. the corner. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> if, like, like, like if Ocean Eleven's was about an orgy. <laughs> I was going to say The Great Gatsby, because yeah. Leo's hosting. Yeah. True. Gatsby fucking orgy. There you go. That's the theme, anyway. Yes. <laughs> they can call it The Great Ordsby. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Foxby. Yes. The Great Foxby. <laughs> so we're just basically every... A-list star that we can think yeah. of is just there. That'd be <laughs> interesting <laughs> if you could fucking convince Michael them Sarah's to do that. Like hiding do, in a balcony. <laughs> to do, get done, <laughs> and undone. Being well, we like to have we like to have Michael Sarah do like just weird, creepy things. <laughs> just like watching between bears with, with his mustache twitching. <laughs> yes. We're gonna put a mustache on Sarah. That would look weird. He had one. He had, had one. one. It's yeah. terrifying. Oh, it does not look good with it. I have never seen Sarah with a mustache. Oh, it's so bad. That shit looks super him. creepy. I've got to see that. It's yeah. so bad. He's like up in a balcony in a Superman costume fucking being super creepy. <laughs> with like a video camera. Super Sarah. <laughs> He's just wearing a body camera. Doesn't have to have the video. He's just a la, you know, like. It's not a good mustache. No, it's not a. Oh my that's, god. That's, that's a fucking rapist mustache. Can I take a look at it that's again? Just, I've seen it before. That, that, yeah, it looks. That's a porn it's stash. It's almost if I've okay ever seen connected to the goatee. It's almost okay when he had this. Yeah. It's almost like the start to a question on. when he had it, that mustache. It's, 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 you know? John that's, that's, that's a porn stash. And look, at, and look at the hair. If John Holmes would have start making movies way younger, that's what I've been in. He looks like a 12 year old who had the pubes just And it makes me want to go up to him and just say, hey, Michael. Michael. Sarah, problem with your mustache? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there is. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause, yeah. That looks super creepy. Yes. 
That looked very creepy. You keep shaving. It'll grow in. No. Well, no, not for him. No, well, he should wear it in this movie. He should just not have facial hair. Just, just he, keep waxing it. He looks he, like he just sneezed and face planted into a pile of oh shit. God. Can we can we have him wear it in this movie though? It, I think yeah. for this movie, oh, absolutely, movie, he needs it. Oh, he what's, needs he needs the porn stash. What's the title movie, of this movie that we've so mm. brilliantly defined? <laughs> Fuck it. I, is that there we go. That's Fuck it. it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> just, <laughs> Nothing that you can actually put on a marquee or anything. Just fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and really, you don't need to get into depth with the orgy because it just... It's an orgy. It's well, an it, orgy. It plays out the way it plays Fucking out. get Troma to fucking cast they, it. Yeah, there you go. That's what ha- we, you have to have Lloyd Kaufman just... You know, he doesn't have to cast it. He literally just has to direct, direct it. Direct it, yeah. Yeah. You did not have to sit through that mess. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it was bad. I picked <laughs> the worst humanly possible movie for to indoctrinate them into the trauma world. We bring world. this movie up in literally every podcast. Every, every podcast. It, it was that traumatizing. It's so bad. Because I did not watch it previously and I could not warn them about what they were about to watch. It's incest porn. Basically. It's Romeo well, and Juliet incest porn. Incest softcore porn. But yes. <laughs> I think what's incest There's a giant is, is dick involved. monster. I think once incest is involved, it's not softcore. No, it's not. I invited. I invited. No matter what you don't see, it's really not soft. You can be giving him a massage, and that's still your brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is true. It is. Now, just the, way the too only saving grace to that whole thing was the fact that they did legitimately did not know they were brother and sister to the very end of the movie, and then of course they find they out. They found out, and, and they were like, "Fuck it, I still want to fuck you." Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not okay with this movie. Yeah, no, but there were all the siblings that were engaging in certain acts. In the, the entire movie. fucking movie, like the whole movie is just siblings fucking each other. Sean Gunn was, was like it very, was, very it into was crazy. It. They made it sister. People think they made it in West Virginia. So it's like somewhere between Game of Thrones and Adam's Family re- reunion, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, in a manner of speaking, it takes Game of Thrones with uh. That was not so much the problem. With the Tracy Lords just thrown in. The there. problem is imagining. Him and Seth watching the movie here at night by themselves, avoiding eye contact while all this shit yeah. is happening. Like, we were sitting, like, this close, and then it was this close shortly thereafter. It was just like, we're going to make some, some distance between us. And then in the middle of one of, <laughs> in the, middle of one of the worst scenes in the movie, Serenity comes out of her bedroom, and it's like, what are you guys watching? And I was like, uh, we're watching a trauma movie about incest. Together. Yes. What are you guys watching? Together. It's so bad. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty crazy. It was Sorry. horrible. I'm sure. I'm sure certain people shouldn't watch it because they will get traumatized. You got okay. Let's let's move on to our second movie. Yeah. And then uh, we can wrap things up for the day. Oh, oh, you picked out a good one. I did. Yes, you did. The passengers of an ill-fated luxury cruise. Learn the true meaning of bukkake. <laughs> what if the whole thing is set on a camping trip going horribly wrong? Camping and luxury Camping cruise. trip. So it's a luxury cruise... To a camping place. Or the cruise crashes and you end up having to camp on a beach. It's a luxury cruise <laughs> yeah. for the adult members of... Basically, they were formerly Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Nice. And they <laughs> were in their uniforms. Yes. <laughs> And it's it's all about camping, and they have plenty of plenty of like displays about you know they're basically yeah. a luxury cruise meant to sell 
camping gear to people that are now... scouts. That were scouts that are now running scout troops. Which, if you know anything about Boy Scout leaders, they're kind of creepy. Okay, so, like, moving off the Boy Scout thing... <laughs> not really. <laughs> but not really. But not really. There's there's this troop of girls who are like, we want to be Boy Scouts, but for girls. And I'm like, that's there's just already Girl Scouts, scouts there's right? Less, just Girl Scouts with extra steps, but they want to be able to do the Boy Scout things. And, and I'm just like, it, yeah. why don't we just combine them both and call them the Scouts? Why does it have to be gender roles? Because Boy Scouts, they learn more like practical outside. Ooh, I would like to be able to make those cookies. Yeah, Girl Scouts are definitely very, very steeped in 1940s, 1950s. Yeah, they are. Fucking I would love to be able ideas. to make those cookies. Right? I would have loved to learn how to fucking gut and kill a deer. I wouldn't have sold the cookies. In that order? In that order. <laughs> gut and kill a deer? Wow. In that order. In that order. No cruelty in that at all. <laughs> if you gave me bad. that many cookies at that young an age, I would have been... I would have been... Monica from Friends, just kind of sitting in my room, ashamed of myself, eating all the cookies, just crying in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean like oh. me now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm a chubby boy right now, but I would have been a chubby boy back then instead of emaciatingly thin. Well, I'm a chubby girl on the inside. So. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, all, really. When when it comes down to it, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody likes everybody likes their ice cream. But yeah, okay. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. Okay. <laughs> Let's watch. Well, we just stopped. Back to the movie. Uh, 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 okay. So, I love to recruit for scouts, for former scouts. Everybody's wearing their scout stuff. So, this is, like, yeah, all scout uniform. We're going to really... Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts of America would not want this movie made at all. <laughs> so, let's just so do it up. We- so hmm. yeah, let's make it angry. You know who made it? You know who made a good Girl Scout? If you've ever seen Troop Beverly Hills, no. Shelley Long. No, I never saw. You've never seen Troop Beverly Hills? No. Uh, you act, you act like we're all supposed to watch. I'm sure. Right, like I'm sure he one, hasn't watched it. I know I haven't watched. You're old enough to have had have actually watched it. And I haven't. Them are. And I haven't. So just imagine. Before meeting <laughs> you guys, like I thought I watched a lot of movies, and I am so painfully wrong. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay. Right. <laughs> Troop Beverly Hills is definitely worth watching. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I say Shelley Long. It's not Romeo and Juliet. Shelley Long actually once played uh, Carol Brady on the Brady Bunch movie. I didn't watch the uh, Brady Bunch. Movie. That was like, the not my shit. That we're like making fun of. Okay, for, the, the Brady Bunch movie thing. is definitely worth watching. The Brady Bunch, on the other hand, is just there's a reason why that movie exists because the TV okay. show itself was kind of okay. Laughable. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. So I say Shelley Long is leading. This cruise. She is she is one of the, okay. the people leading this whole thing. Okay. And I uh, want David Spade on there. Yes. David Spade. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's an awkward time kind of movie, so David Spade we're now mind you, we're trying trying to teach all these Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts the true meaning of Bukaki. <laughs> no, we're not trying. They're learning because of something that happens. So. I feel like this is I, I feel like this should just be like a reunion cruise for old scouts because we should not be having children involved in this no. at all. No, there's no children involved no. in this. No, okay. no, they're all former scouts. Okay. This is basically former scouts that are either in posi- in a position where they're part of, they're like leading the troop yeah. or, you know, whatever. They're basically... Okay. Okay, okay. no okay. kids. No, no kids, cruise. thank you. <laughs> We're not teaching children the meaning of bukkake. This is not that Thank kind you. of Well, cruise. you said teaching the scouts. 
Okay. We, no, no R. Kelly anywhere, no Epstein, no nothing. Uh, thank God. Okay. No R. Kelly Moving setting on. up the camera. Matt serious. Do you remember that? I'm this has nothing to do Bill with Cosby the church. Shit. I didn't go there. <laughs> I did not. Okay, so we got... Okay! I want, like, some weird fucking creepy people there. You know who I want uh, now? Jack Nicholson. You know who I want as the head? <laughs> we got Shelley Long as the head of the Girl Scout troops, because I liked her performance in Troop Beverly Hills. However, Uh-oh. I want to go extra creepy for the head of the Boy Scouts. Okay. And uh, just bring Ron Jeremy in there. Okay. Oh, God. Why not? <laughs> or why not James well, Spader? Why not Jack Nicholson? James Spader. I kind of miss him with hair. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> James Spader wearing a wig Great the entire though. time. Just wearing a really, really bad toupee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that, yeah. I see it happening. Super serious, super stern. You remember I had this many medals, and all of a sudden all that other shit, what they learned, I mean, like just dead serious the entire time. Yeah. I think part of, um, part of the whole Bukaki experience, uh, <laughs> should be, should be dressing up in like a graham cracker and chocolate and everyone else gives you the marshmallows. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay. oh my god and they're just like yeah you want some more <laughs> you want some more <laughs> that, would actually, that would actually fit in with the whole boy scout girl scout thing the whole camping hey. thing yeah, I, I kind of want to have Steve like Buscemi as the chef <laughs> hey kids Steve Buscemi. Yeah. hey fellow kids <laughs> who was that who was that Steve, Steve Buscemi as the chef oh yeah yeah but looking pretty deranged, you know the thing he can do sometimes with his deranged. eyes. She always looks deranged. You know what? No, but give him those fucking like uh, with his eyes. He does some character when the yeah when he cocks his eyes like <laughs> definitely like he did like he did in uh, uh what is what that? Is that? Yeah. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Yeah. Deeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had that one eye that just yeah, he can do that like just on cue. Yeah, which I love. Would you have uh, Morgan Freeman narrate that too? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman just yeah. narrating the Once thing. upon a time, there was a crew. No, I want I want Samuel L. Jackson to narrate. Well, yeah. I want James Earl Jones. Okay. James Earl, jo- James yes. Earl Jones. And, and there was the time. <laughs> On a cruise. As On long cruise. as it is a distinguished black man with a deep voice. <laughs> good. Yeah. Distinguished. Oh no, he doesn't have to be distinguished. I want Uncle Ruckus. Like, Uncle Ruckus' character, not the actor. The character. The yeah. character. Except the Kanye just fucking <laughs> through it all. I hope a bunch of white people. I hope a bunch of white people. And no, the only downfall of that is, it, halfway through the movie, it would become about him somehow. Yeah, yeah Uncle Ruckus, yeah. Oh, you mean no, Kanye? Kanye. Halfway, you think? Halfway. Oh, you, you, you being too nice to Kanye now. You get ten minutes in before he's trying to sell, sell you some Yeezy fucking shit. <laughs> no. You saw that? You saw that happen? Oh, oh I know that better. You see all these people? They need Yeezus. Yeah. Desperately. <laughs> I would have done that better. Uh, no, you know who I was thinking mm. as, as the chef. But mind you, yeah, I like your Steve Buscemi thing better. Uh, I like Steve Buscemi. Let, let the, the, the gentleman from the original Sleepaway Camp reprise his Oh role. my god, no! You want somebody uh, like, so rapey! That guy was like big time rapey. Crazy rapey. Yep. Another movie that you gotta see to believe. Have you have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? Uh, sounds like I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> they probably wouldn't have watched it if I hadn't like no, picked it. Wouldn't you have know? Right. at all. At There's all. a lot of movies that we can say that about. I mean, 
It wasn't like disgusting or yeah, anything. Yeah, no, that it wasn't definitely like, unbearably bad, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, that that yeah. If it wasn't for you, I would have swiped on that piece of cultural it was, art. It was nineteen eighties straight to DV, uh, di- well, yeah. not DVD, straight to VHS horror. You know, it wasn't something that like, hit the theaters all that. Yeah. Bad. Well, in the other things, yes, but the last sleepaway camp was just. The Over problem here. with Zipaway Camp it wasn't only that it was kind of bad, but you they did like three of them. They have two more after that. Oh my god! Wait, watched three. There's a total of five. Uh, a total of five. There was one more. The third was one was four, Overkill. And then there was a number five that was made specifically to be part of the box set that they put. Listen, out. the idea of sequels for that shit couldn't have come out of the head of someone sober. <laughs> it wasn't. If yeah, no, I'm pretty sure somebody was on something bad, heavy. It's the 80s. Are you kidding me? Oh, the movie, the movie they, they was were all on bad, bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You More couldn't write likely. a script without snorting a line. Exactly. So. More than likely. Just manically high all the time. Uh, yeah. We're trying to avoid really getting into the nitty gritty of what this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to populate the movie with just the weirdest yeah, people. Exactly. And just let it take what it needs to take. You know what we should put in there? We got Shelley Long in there, another 80s staple, Steve Gutenberg. Okay. Oh my god. What, what happened to Steve Gutenberg? How He's I... done a couple movies for sci fi, uh, like Fire Tarantula or something like, like, like that. Like recently? Around, oh. the whole, uh, around the whole Sharknado thing. You remember just... Steve Gutenberg from Police Academy, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to say him, Police Academy, right? Police Academy, Mahoney. Three Men and a Baby. Three Men and a Baby, yeah. I think that was probably the height of his career, and then just. Whew. They tried talking to, about a height. Right, I was gonna. If say we're that. gonna say a height, you know, if we the, could call it that, the height of his career was the whole, you know, Ted Dens and Tom Selleck trifecta. That was that was the height of his career. Yeah, and he should have kept acting to see if there I were some other heights. The guy that played Piscatella from Orange Is the New Black. Yo. Yeah. The, the big guy. Yeah. The yes. Big oh yes. Okay, I see who you're talking about. The, the crazy, the range that wanted to kill all the yeah. prisoners. Or, yeah, um, him. Caputo. Both of, of them. Who? Both of them. Who? Shit, Caputo's a oh, fucking Caputo. freak. Caputo's crazy. Caputo, no, he's not crazy, he's just freak. He's just a freak. And he, and he has this relationship, this, this continuous relationship with a woman that he hates. a porn stash in there. Yeah, porn stash can go in too. Why not? Porn stash should go. Just the entire, well, yeah, yeah. The, uh, no, Most the, of the guards, the entire male crew, black, yeah. yeah, just... There was a lot of weird guys. And girls. I liked them. Well, yeah. There's a couple of very weird women in that show, too. The guards. Yeah. Fucking, um... The uh, guards. The ones that they were together. No, the ones that they were together. No, the ones that they were together. There were two guards, a man and a woman that were together. Oh, yeah, the, the, the fat That's, people. I can't yeah. remember the names. She was super weird looking. He was weird, but she was weird Er. Hang on. You said looking. <laughs> just throw mama from the train kind of weird I can, I can be calling people with Danny DeVito like that of course should yeah. definitely be part of, of that of course yeah of course I like Danny now he is so weird just he took a left turn at one point he was sort of like the serious act, comedic actor like kind of the straight guy even though he really wasn't the straight guy yeah and all of a sudden, he just decided to just fly the freak flag and just go for it. Go like, crazy. He did a couple of movies where just oh, there was a movie called Screwed, which he was just absolutely fantastic in. Uh, he did some weird shit. 
I, I believe it. I whoop, really would like to know. Whoop, right up the ass. I really would like to know that picture circulating of Danny DeVito as Wolverine. It was really DeVito really took that picture. They photoshopped. I need. A Hercules live action remake with Danny DeVito as a satyr. Yes, Fucking, I need it. Imagine, oh my god. I need it before he dies. He's the, what, in his fucking 70s now? He must be. Is he that? Is he Something really like that? He's there? old as sh- fucking dirt. He doesn't look that old. What's his name again? Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. No, Danny DeVito. No, Danny DeVito's old. Yeah, he's like. He just, you know. I know Rhea Perlman looks old as... Yeah, he's 75. 75? Yeah. yeah. Danny, Danny DeVito's pretty old. He, he looks just, good for 75. He does just look at his guess. You know. He's smooth. <laughs> I guess short don't crack neither. Short don't crack. <laughs> kind of there, you know. Short don't crack neither. Yeah. He but he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, look... Yeah, he's like... Really? That's this year. I haven't seen him with gray hair. Like he, I mean, he's been dying his hair, but he does yeah. not look. Ooh, he looks like something Bernie Sanders shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's the next. That's twins. The sequel. No. <laughs> oh no. That's so upsetting. Bernie. Oh. But like he's he's old as fucking shit, man. Well, like I, I was watching him in. Uh, I've never seen. It's him always like, sunny in Philadelphia. He's never right. had gray hair. He like dyes it. Yeah. He looks good though for his age. I must just, I've just started binging It's Always Sunny again. I, I've stopped watching it. I, I told you about that one episode that I ran across. Which Have one? I not? I don't know. I don't First remember. season. First season of. Um, Is it where they do crack? It, oh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They have an episode featuring Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. He is basically an accused child molester in mm-hmm. that show. Uh-huh. His name in that show is Chris Murray. No. Oh, no! Yeah, Chris Murray. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> these other stories! <laughs> and these other stories! Yep. And I was just like... My buddy John told me to watch it. And I was oh, just like, fuck no. you, John. That's oh, my amazing. God. Like, well, there you go. Ugh. I mean, my name was bound to pop up in some <laughs> horrible... Yeah, but Danny DeVito's old, because Taxi was a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. I just didn't think he was that old, which makes me feel older, honestly. I, I used to love when they used to show the Taxi reruns. Taxi was a TV show that he was in before um, all these movies. I'm putting two and two together. <laughs> yeah. It's a TV show that he was in before started making like big movies. Yeah. And this show was funny as hell. He was pretty good as a always grumpy guy. It's on Hulu. The full thing. Really? Yeah. We're going. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember during the, during the 90s, I used to love that show. And I remember that I thought, I used to think it wasn't like that old. It was just based in the late 70s whatever, yeah. or early 80s. And my dad one day told me. Wow, they still show that shit? Like, yeah. What are you talking about? No, this shit it's, is from way back. It's probably one of the few shows that really could stand the test of time that came out of the 70s. Yeah, because the, it, it was on for the longest. It, it wasn't really one of those shows that took like social cues, like this is what's going on now. It was just, it was just straight out comedy. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. I loved it, but it's true. It was kind of empty when it came to a lot of no social commentary at all versus probably Welcome Back Carter that had... But I mean, you're Help talking the amount like of it. Tony Danza, Christopher Lloyd, Danny yeah. DeVito, Judd Hirsch, like all yeah. of them in their comedic primes, like right in that show. And what's what's his name? Andy Kaufman. Andy, Andy Kaufman, Kaufman, yeah, as Latka. 
Yeah, Taxi was dope. I, I remember Taxi, and, and I'm gonna watch some of it today. Yeah, I didn't know it was on Hulu. It definitely is. I just subscribed to Hulu this weekend. Yeah, wow. well, you didn't. Well, welcome to 2019. You didn't get the trifecta. <laughs> no, no, I have, I have Amazon Prime and Netflix forever. I just didn't want all this other shit. That so they had the three. I was good with sold. those two. They're they're selling Hulu. Uh, a subscription for Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN all in the same package. I don't know if I'm gonna do Disney Plus. Probably for the Marvel stuff. Yeah, they have X Men up there now. Oh yeah, God, they do. Bro. That like, that's the only reason I probably will. But I'm other like, than that, the, I'm like on the fence about getting Disney Plus because like I don't want to have to pay for fucking like eight different streaming. That apps. is my issue. I get you. That is my issue. I'm not I probably for it. I probably get off Hulu Redis. after I watch that Wu Tang series. <laughs> when I'm done with that, I'm canceling that Hulu too, probably. But now with Taxi, I probably think I might keep it. <laughs> There's a, a do they still have Do they still have Cloak and Dagger on Hulu? I believe so. Yeah, I don't think it'll be there for very well. It, it'll be there. And those Marvel TV shows, uh, Disney owns Hulu. Oh, so that will be. That's there. why they're selling it as a package. So Disney owns ESPN. They own Hulu. So you said Disney Plus, Hulu, <laughs> and ESPN? Yep. Streaming? All together. I I have no use for ESPN at all. I, I enjoy sports. I my thing was My relationship with sports is, is weird. <laughs> this may come as I'm a shock. Artist. I don't watch sports. <laughs> well, I I don't follow sports. I'm not the, the guy that you have to shut up because football's on. Oh, God. But I enjoy sports. <laughs> But my thing with sports is crazy as a man because I don't want to hear those guys. I watch my sports in mute with music. Right, Let right, me just right. I'll enjoy a basketball game, but I won't hear what <laughs> like, they're saying. I can see what's going on, you motherfuckers. It's, I, it's always been weird to me. Like, I like my music. Why are you like, narrating what I'm watching? I'm watching oh, yeah. this. Yeah, I saw that shit. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put this out here in front of everybody on the podcast. Oh, God. I, uh, I grew up with no ties to sports whatsoever. My... Stepfather, the only thing that he watched for sports was, uh, he, we watched wrestling, which we were all uh, fairly well aware of the fact that he just kind of liked the, the oiled up men rolling around on the mat. Uh, and uh, okay. all of my male friends were very, very heavily into theater, and my mother one day just sat down when she realized that I was getting married to my wife and said, you know what, I'm actually very surprised because all signs pointed to gay. <laughs> she, she thought I was, she literally thought I was gay. I was like, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, but no, I'm just not into that. One guy kissed one guy, just wasn't into it. It's like, okay, I had to figure it out. You know? I mean, it's worth a shot, right? I <laughs> it was just a friend of mine who was, who was you know, back then, I, you know, a lot more closeted people in my life than anything else, and I had one friend that was just openly gay, and I was just like, okay, I need to figure this out for myself. He's like, well, I could, I'm glad I could help you figure out that you weren't. I was like, well, no, it's just I didn't... Yeah. My relationship with sports was always like, okay, we're cool, but not that cool. I played sports, but I wasn't that serious into them. I broke things in sports. I, yeah, no, sports I, I happened on me. I hurt myself basically because I never took it so serious that I wasn't practicing or doing my stretches, stuff like that. So I did get hurt a few times. But, for example, I have a cousin that's gay who's more into sports than most of us. Especially more than me, because I'll enjoy sports, but I'm I don't have to watch a sporting event. It doesn't have to be like a big deal where you have to shut up because football's on or baseball's on. Right, right. I'll 
be perfectly fine cooking and watching baseball and having a conversation with you that I don't have to be attentive to every second of it. Right, that makes sense. For me, it was like, I don't know, at a young age, I took a few too many balls to the face, and I was like, I, fa- I, I know what's for me. I know exactly what part of this is for me. <laughs> you found your answer there. Exactly. That, that very much sounded like a line from Clueless. <laughs> yeah. I knew what I, I knew who I was at that moment. Yeah. My plastic surgeon says that I can't partake in anything that has balls flying up my face. Sounds like your social life is going to be screwed. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Listen. You uh, way. So has <laughs> when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, I, I honestly, we're going to call the death knell to the Bukaki thing with all the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Yeah. I, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> good card. All right. Just, all right. Uh, a good card. I've watched a ton of shit this okay. week. Okay. I've been diving very, very hard into a lot of movies. I wa- finally got to watch the second part of it. It came out. It, the digital release finally came out. And I was okay. Like, I got to watch it. Honestly, not as impressed with part two as I was with part one. They really tried too hard to do too many jump scares. The only performance that I could really, really get into that James McAvoy was played down so fucking hard in the second part. And Bill Hader, like, had all the best lines. Yeah. Just all of them. So, I really appreciated that, I guess. Being a, a, a fan of SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched uh, Fido for the second time. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Absolutely love that movie. SNL was a show that I remember brings so many memories every time I hear about SNL because when I was, you know, like in the first years that I was independent from parents and all that, like I worked a lot. And the only time I could talk about time off was basically Saturday night and I was home. And I couldn't wait to get home because around the time I got home is when this, I had two jobs. And I would get home and I turned on the TV right up when they were about to say, live from New York. And that was like the highlight of my week. Just sit down and, and halfway through the show I would fall asleep because I was so tired. But I loved it. And yeah. it was religiously I would watch that shit all the time. Did you have some things that you watched? I watched uh, this Hulu original. I think it was a Hulu original. Um, Wounds. Okay. And it's really fucking weird. Like, okay, so, like, this guy works at a bar. He's a bartender or some shit. And fucking, like, the beginning of the movie, he's, like, fucking breaks up a bar fight. And Piscatel is playing in the fucking Oh, movie. my God. And he really? gets the shit cut out of his face with a broken bottle. Whoa. Like, it's fucked it. It's fucked up. And Not like, a buck 50. They gave him, like, a 350. It's so bad. Fucking, like... Throughout the movie, he's, like, refusing to go to the hospital, and, like, his whole face is swelling up and getting super infected, and there's this, like, weird cult thing going on, and they're targeting the bartender, and he's, like, seeing some fucked up shit, and, like, there's always cockroaches around Wait, so Piscatel is the bartender? No, no, it's some other fucking guy that I don't even know who he fucking is, (laughs) but, um, like, I don't know, the movie's weird, and it ends on a fucking really weird note, like... It just, eh, I like the movie, but I don't know. It, it feels like there needs to be more, and there might be. I don't know. You feel like they were trying to build a series out of it, and instead yeah. they just kind of said, you know, this is probably good enough for a movie. It ends with some fucking weird monster thing coming out of Piscatella's face and, like, sh- crawling into the bartender's mouth. It's uh, Wow. 
It's gross and weird, and I kind of like, like it. Some kind of symbiotic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you. Yeah. It's gross yeah, and it's weird, nice. and I kind of like it. It's gross. It's weird. Kind of liked it. It's good. It's not too bad. I watched some stand-up comedy <laughs> the movie. I watched some stand-up comedy this week. There's this very good one, the Ray Davis, on Netflix. Anybody has a chance to watch it, watch it. I laugh my ass off. Who, where, and what now? DeRay Ray Davis. DeRay Davis? Very light-skinned uh, dude. Well, very light-skinned Afri- African-American dude. Okay. He's been in Friday movies and a couple of others. Like, you had, you had to be a little bit more specific. A very light-skinned, where you're going albino, or are we... Okay, light-skinned no, no, African-American. light black dude. Uh, like with light eyes. DeRay Davis. It was very funny. Another one is a series by Tiffany Haddish called They're Ready. Yo, those ones are so good. I love it. Those ones are it. so good. A lot of talented oh. people on that. And Eliza Schlesinger's new I love her so fucking much. Unveiled came out this week. It's a, mostly about her relationship with uh, her wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Oh my amazing. god, okay, so yeah. let's talk about her relationship with her wedding. Well, yeah, yeah, just she goes through the whole, like, motion of the bullshit, and it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Preparing for a wedding fucking sucks. <laughs> I have heard. Uh, yeah, actually, I did watch one other movie. Um, you spoke about Tiffany Haddish. Um, Girls Trip? Kitchen. The oh. Kitchen. <laughs> I was like... Okay. <laughs> uh, it was about uh, these uh, three mobsters whose wives took over for them when they ended up going to jail. It was uh, about the Irish mob in Hell's Kitchen in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And how these women basically took over for their husbands and did a far better job at yeah. running the neighborhood. To the point... Oh, they yeah, made a pact with the Irish mob. About the Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. That was so Tiffany, to work together. Tiffany Haddish. Who Tiffany was Haddish, uh, Melissa McCarthy, right, and yeah. the young lady that stars in uh, The uh, Handmaid's Tale. Okay, I don't fucking know her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yes. The blonde chick. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which was a redheaded it's, it's chick. Sound, it movie. sounds like a okay. very good movie, though, uh, Kitchen. I haven't seen it, but it sounds it like it's really It was good. definitely worth watching. I did not realize that it was, was all actually... So the husbands went to jail. It was actually based on a comic book series done by uh, DC's Vertigo Division. Mm. Hmm. Uh, they, they took over like, some of the more interesting, intricate and kind of deeper comics. Like they, they when they wanted sort of an edgier division, yeah. they did Vertigo stuff. Uh, they kind of kept that away from their Batman and Superman stuff, and they that's where, like, uh, oh god, I can't remember the name of that series. Uh, book of something or other. Ugh. That it featured like Death, who was like a female character in that. Okay, I have um, no idea what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> God damn it! I have a friend of mine that's gonna kick my ass for not remembering this Probably. either. And they they did uh, Swamp Thing and all sorts of other things, but uh, that one in particular I had no idea about, and I've read a, quite a few comic books. And the fact that I can't remember this one is gonna fucking. <laughs> But with that, we are we're gonna tie things up because I'm getting the, those eyes from Miss B over here. Like, gotta be someplace, gotta I be do. someplace, and I you do. My baby. <laughs> so, uh, thank you everybody for listening. If you all want to sign off for yourselves. Au revoir. Have Auf a good one. Good day. Alex, welcome. It was great. We should do this. I'm yeah. actually very happy to have you here. This you, was yeah. Put in a We should thank do you this. Guys. <laughs> happy we to should, be here. We should Can't definitely do this for the quickly. next one. Yes. yes. And definitely. You definitely made me feel very underprepared. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sitting here just listening to him, just like, <gasps> I got nothing to say. Fucking Shit. witty remark after witty remark. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, you, you were brilliant. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. Appreciate you being here. And uh, definitely, I don't think I have anything else to say. All right. Words and things. That's Miss Nicole will things. say. Peace and blessings. Have a good one, everybody. See you next week. Wherever the fuck you happen to get those blessings from. Okay. No judgment. Yeah. Exactly. Words. <laughs>